Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny. And I'm Patrick. And on this episode, we're talking about the basics of social media strategy plans, why you should have one, and how to build one the right way. Patrick, how's it going today? Good, Vinny. How you doing? Well, I could be doing better. Um, this <laughs> this is sort of a bittersweet po- podcast for us. Um, this is your last one. It is. Yes, it is. You're yeah. leaving ASI. Um just when we started hitting our stride, man. I'm sorry. You're, you're right. We you're, you're, we got good. We, we did. We've come a long way with our podcast. Uh, it took a while for us to hit our stride. And once we did, Patrick's like, hey, man, <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so um, so this is this is our last. Uh, it's been a great year and a half. It's been great working with you, doing these podcasts. It um, been, but, you know, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. So let's get into today's topic. Today is social media strategy plans. Now... So many people think that this is a oh this is so easy as a basic topic, but it's kind of scary how many people don't actually have them or they have them and they don't do them the right way. And I think that's kind of what you and I are going to kind of talk through here: the basics of having one, how you do it, how you set it up, and why you should do it. Yeah, definitely the basics, and we want to see you know how to approach it from the very beginning and how to really build it out over the the course of a few levels. Right. So if anybody has social media for their business, you should have a social media strategy plan in place so that you know how well your social media is working for your business. And that's kind of the the bottom line. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And one of the things that I've done here at ASI is that I've actually been responsible for building out the social media strategy. I did that in 2018 and then in the 2019 as well. Um, and when I look at you know how to give advice on other people creating their own mm-hmm. strategies, number one, right off the bat, I always say is platform direction. And what I mean by that is choose the platforms you want to really focus on and Mm -hmm. do them well. So originally there was this big push to be on every single platform, every single place. Right. You need a presence. There's a little bit of that still out there, but it's shifted and evolved into the sense of you really need to dedicate time to focus on whatever network you want to really establish and grow on. Okay. So say I'm a distributor or supplier and I'm, I'm just starting out. I don't really know social media well. How do they do that? How do they learn which platform they should be on? I mean, I would take a look at some of the audiences, but I'd also make sure to take a step back and see what you're trying to create on those networks. Mm-hmm. So, for example, one of the big things that you'd want to look at is, am I going to be receiving messages on this platform? Mm-hmm. Whether that be Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is, am I going to be responsible for responding in a timely manner? Okay. And you should look at that as a strength, first of okay, all. This right. is where people are going to try and find you and reach out to you. Mm-hmm. How do I make sure that I'm going to be getting those messages and being responsive? So I, th- I think what you're saying is anybody who's looking for sales, right? Yeah. You know, mo- Distributors and suppliers, they're going to want sales through yeah. social media. And right? there's a lot of prospecting you know, opportunities on these sure. networks that we've talked about uh, as well. But that's another portion of that direction. Gotcha. So, so basically... Um, they need to find which platform would work best for sales. And look, we've done a, a bunch of podcasts about this. It's like, um, you know, each network is different. You know, it, it, you have to figure out which network is right for you. Um, so that's part of the strategy plan. That, that's where you start because, and it's not, it's not, it's all, it should be about sales too, mm-hmm. but it's also, you know, how am I helping my customer, right? So right. those are the two foundational pillars that you need to really build around. Mm-hmm. And then you have to look at your time schedules and say, okay, how much time am I going to dedicate to one network, building an audience right. there and those kind of things. Okay. So, and if you have time for, for multiples, I mean, if you are a distributor supplier, that's fairly large, you can probably 
pay for a staff that can do social media. So if you have money for that, you have people doing your social media, then certainly you could be on, on multiple social media. Yeah. And then the one thing on the other side of that is if say you don't have a big staff and you don't mm -hmm. have a big, uh, you know, budget to put towards this thing. My biggest tip right off the bat is be transparent in everyday business life. You know, mm -hmm. that's the one thing people really like to see is authentic content. So what you can do is say, okay, I'm going to be walking through my daily, you know, routine. If I get a new sale, where am I going to post that congratulatory message? Right, you know, right. Hey, I'm really happy. I just got my first sale kind of thing. So use social media to get sales, but also use it to kind of promote the fact that you're getting sales. Promote it and then also invite right. people into that conversation. Right. So, okay. So, so our first, you know, start with establishing which networks to be on. Exactly. Okay. So, so another one, I, I think once you've established that network or networks that you're going to be on, you have to, and this is, this is imperative. You have to do this. You have to assign metrics to what you do on your platforms. Now, when I say metrics, I think, you know, metrics can be defined in so many different ways, Patrick. Um, they could be, um, you know, engagement on your content, likes, comments, and shares. Um, it could be, you know, the reach and impressions of your content. It could also be, you know, uh, driving traffic to your website, trying to drive traffic to, um, you know, lead generations. It could be having the fastest reaction time to when somebody reaches out to you on mm -hmm. social media. I mean, and that is a measurable thing on Facebook. Definitely. You know? They definitely. do take that into account. That has your customer service uh, score attached to it. Right. So. so, so I think, you know, it's really up to the person who's creating this to define what the metrics are. Um, and I think, um, most people have used a system called SMART. You're familiar with this, right? Yes. It's an acronym, um, S-M-A-R-T. So, d you know, build your build your metrics around um, this acronym, which stands for specific. Um, you know, make sure these goals are specific. Uh, measurable, you can measure them. Um, all social media platforms allow you to measure, you know, just go into the insights um, and they'll give you, you know, pretty, pretty good data um, about how your content is doing. Um, attainable, don't, create too many stretch goals like oh i'm gonna get a thousand sales on social media this year yeah okay good for you but you're not gonna reach <laughs> that goal um relevant make it relevant to what you do obviously and then time bound you know put time frames in place don't say i'm you know i'm gonna achieve this but not say in what time another thing i want to add on to this is that these goals and metrics should be scalable as you go because mm -hmm. as your audience continues to grow so will these metrics that are coming in right so you're going to see, you know, the average performing posts. You're going to be able to see these benchmarks start mm -hmm. to form as you track these. And then once you get those benchmarks, you're going to be able to see which posts, which activities are really paying off the most mm -hmm. because now you're going to be able to see a clearer, fuller picture of what you're accomplishing. Gotcha. All right, the next item on our list, Patrick, this is all you. It is researching the competition. Mm -hmm. Now, so there is multiple sides to this. Um, in a more advanced social media strategy, you're going to want to have, you know, trackers set up on your competitors, making sure, you know, when they're launching ads and seeing mm -hmm. what they're putting money behind. I mean, that's kind of where you're getting into, um, really tracking what's going on. Okay. Um, but from the very beginning, the point that I wanted to make, if you're just starting out is researching your competitors to see what's working for them. Right. You know, we right. just talked about benchmarks, go out. Look at their profiles, sure. look at what they're doing, what they're putting effort behind and seeing how that's performing. Right. And then that will get you, give you a good idea of what is really resonating in your industry and mm. what you should be focusing and, on. And that's also a good way to um, 
to establish which platform you should be on. So if you're not sure which platform that you're on, great point. Um, you know, look where your competitors are. They they may be on all of them. They may be on one or two. Find out where they are, and I'm t if you're going to be on a uh, on a platform um, that your competitor is on and they're having success, you know, you want part of that success as well. So, you know, that that's certainly something that um, I would do as well. I'd be I'd be seeking out my competitors, finding out which platforms they are on. And you know, deciding whether or not I should be there as well. Great point. So the next one that we have on here is the audience. Now, mm -hmm. we, everything in social media relies on the audience. So, Vinny, you want to take this sure. shot of it with the building and the uh, creating personas because you have yeah, a, have I mean, a good look, background story here. Audience is 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 big, and this can also be part of your metrics. Like if you if you start a Facebook page, part of your metrics can can be, I want to have 150, 200 followers in the next six months, right? So if, you, if you're starting from zero, you have to understand that, you know, you have no audience right now. You have to build it. So building is a, it's a big step in establishing uh, a social media presence. So how do you do that? Um, well, when I first started out 10 years ago, um, <laughs> and I was trying to build ASI's social media uh, presences, it was hard. You know, it was like, how do I get people to follow me? So there were all these like magic bullets flying around in the internet about 2009. Hey, give us 50 bucks. We'll give you 500 followers. Um, you know, and I convinced my boss, give me 50 bucks. I, I need a, 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 you know, an established following. Boom, 500. I had 500 followers overnight. But then in a week I had, I was down to like a hundred yep. because none of those people mattered to what I did. You know, and that was a lesson to me. You want people that matter, right? So how do you build that audience, right? You know, you go out and you follow the people, um, you know, at, as your, your Facebook page, your Twitter, you follow people. Start to follow with the people in your industry. Um, start to engage with them. You know, um, use social media to have discussions. People will start to follow you on those platforms. And there's a big point here that I also want to make is, it will change per platform. Mm -hmm. So right now, on for example, on LinkedIn, everyone is kind of shifting the strategy mm -hmm. because uh, the company page, yes, is important. It's supposed to be there. It's sure. a big business card. You need to have that presence. But it's more important to have a personal brand on LinkedIn for sure, more than having a strong company brand on LinkedIn. And you're seeing that, and you're seeing that in the employee advocacy programs and everything pop up. And you know this, you know, thought leadership is really strong on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm you'll see that is different than Facebook where it's more about community, being transparent and being authentic mm -hmm. and jumping into industry groups and helping your your colleagues mm -hmm. and jumping into these groups and saying, hey, this is something I'm passionate about. It's a great case study. Did you see this new article that just released? And when you share things like that, your name gets recognized. Mm -hmm. People start to care what you have to say and you're no longer just another person in the news feed, right. you're actually contributing. And that's how you build a brand, not only for your company, but, but yourself. As, but as yourself. I, and I think that's that's really important. Um, and that will establish um, your following to be g genuine. Yes. You know, people will start to follow you for the right reasons. They want to do business with you. And those are the people that you need if you want to make sales on social media. You, you need people that you're going to be able to collaborate and work with. Uh, you know, you don't need that magic bullet where you're going to get 500 people um, from the Philippines following your page. You, what, what good is that going to do you? Like you're going to post a piece of content and it's going to be crickets because nobody cares about it. So, so I think that the bottom line for establishing 
a audience or an an audience is that there it's not an overnight success story. You're not going to do it overnight. You got to work at it. You got to build it. Now, let's talk about people who have an audience. There are a lot of, you know, big distributors, big suppliers, big companies in this industry who have well-established social media uh, presences. And I think um, for them, they need to identify who their audience is. Now, this, this is also very important because you need to know who's following you, you know, and you need to know if there are people that can benefit from what you what you post your content if you're posting content that doesn't resonate for them then it's like you know what's the sense what why are you doing it so why are you dedicating the time that's important time right so all insights uh will give you a sort of a snapshot of who is following you um if you have a massive follow like asi has twelve thousand followers on facebook we get like seventeen thousand followers on linkedin it's hard to go through every single one individually and find out who they are. But if you have a, a, a fairly small following, you know, a couple hundred, 500, um, you, you can get a snapshot through the insights of, of who they are. But you can also individually go through a lot of them and just try to find out, oh, this person works for this company or this business is in my industry. This, you know, So you can kind of figure out who your audience persona is and you can cater your content to that audience. I completely agree. And, and that is a little bit of legwork. We're not going to hide that. Right, you know, right. if you're going to be going through a friend's feed or a friend's list of or followers list of 300 people, you'll be clicking a few times, mm-hmm. right? You're going to you're going to be on there for a little for bit. For sure. But you're going to get some very valuable insights. Right. And you know, you don't have to do this every week. You, you no. can do it every 6 months, once a year, uh, try to figure out who your audience is. Now, you know, for a lot of people, they don't even have an audience, so they don't have to worry about that. So if you're just starting up, building the audience is the harder part. It for is. sure. Um, and you can do market, you know, any type of marketing collateral that you push out, um, you know, any email uh, marketing that you do, you know, certainly you could push your, you know, your social media pages there as well, you know, and hoping people will follow you through, you know, other ways. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to make sure that people know that you're out there. Sure. And our, and our final um, uh, point here is to audit. And I think, um, you know, both Patrick and I are, are big proponents of auditing, uh, what that means is, you know, you set these metrics up, you set these goals that you want to achieve, um, and you have to kind of periodically go in there and see how they're doing. Um, you want to audit your social media uh, profiles to make sure that, um, you know, your goals that you're setting out to do, you know, you're on pace to get those. Um, so, and, and the other, not to cut you off, no, here, no, go but for another it. thing is with the audit, it's important to take a look at what's happening in the world of social media mm-hmm. and the features, right? Because things change so so quickly. Um, there might be a new feature. There might be an algorithm change that shifts sure. everything around. I'm not saying you have to get a newsletter in your inbox every day to see what changed in social media. But every three to six months, you should be checking in and saying, hey, what's the last uh, update that I may mm-hmm. have missed that right. could directly impact how I'm going about my strategy? And I have a perfect example for that. Um, so one of our goals for uh, ASI's Facebook page was uh, to uh, get a certain amount of reach and engagement on our, the content that we posted on our page, right? So we were holding ourselves accountable f- to establish X. You know, this this was the reach that we wanted to, to get for every post, right? So Facebook changed their algorithm, um, right. which drastically hurt our reach and engagement. Um, and that wasn't our fault. So we were holding ourselves um, accountable for something we couldn't control. So that forced us to kind of look at what Facebook did, 
so that we so that we were able to change our goals. So instead of um, getting that reach and engagement, we're like, you know what? Let's change the metric to how much uh, traffic we can push to our website. So it was it's an evolution. Yeah. So you have to understand what's going on with social media platforms. So that's part of what you're saying. You know, audit. Make sure you know what's going on with the platforms. Um, that that way, if something changes, you can also change your goals. And you can also be on the front end of things. I mean, if if there's a cool new feature that you're like, you know what, that'd be great for content X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Another an example would be like the Instagram highlights, right? So you can now do stories that save the highlights, and you can have different kind of campaigns mm -hmm. on your Instagram page. Um, the one that we do is Promo Facts. We've been using that, but. If you knew about that right when it launched, you could be one of the first ones to do it. You could be showcasing sure. how you can, you know, be at the forefront. And that's right. that's also a big plus for your strategy. Sure. All right, Patrick. So let's do a quick recap of uh, this podcast. So so the first item. It was platform direction. And mm -hmm. what we meant by that was take time to decide what platform to be on and the ones that you're going to be focusing on and also make sure you know what you're trying to get in return from these platforms. Right. And I think that segues uh, perfectly to the second item, which is metrics. Um, you know, decide the goals. What, what are your goals for uh, the social media platforms that you're on? Um, you know, get very specific with it. You know, do you want to uh, drive traffic back to your website? Do you want to drive uh, traffic to sales leads? Uh, do you want to get, uh, you know, likes, comments, and shares, engagement, reach, whatever you can, you can do that. And you can, and the insights on the platforms will help you, um, kind of see how those goals are doing. Yeah. So get that tracking process in place. Yep. Uh, three, it was research the competition and we wanted to make sure you guys know that there's two sides to that. It's not only just about knowing what's going on, you know, at the company down the street mm -hmm. and what they're putting money behind. It's also finding inspiration and seeing what works in the industry that you're already in. Right. Um, four is audience. Either you have to build it because if you're starting from scratch, you have to build an audience, um, or you have to define what your audience, if you have a, a predefined an audience, like you got 1500 followers on Facebook, find out who they are, create, create those personas, create a persona. Uh, I think that's very important because that will help you define what you do with your, with, uh, those social media channels. All right. And our last one, it was an audit. And we recommend doing these every at least six months. Mm -hmm. That's the bare minimum, in my opinion, right. you know, just to make sure. It's not all about just looking at your profile and seeing what mm -hmm. works. It's also about making sure you're caught up on the trends, seeing right. if there's any features you should be knowing about coming out soon, um, and just really just recapping yep. uh, everything that's out there. All right. Well, Patrick, that's it. That's our final podcast together. Um, do you have any final thoughts? It's been fun. Has it's it? It's been fun, yeah. I'm glad. I, I, um, are you excited for your new venture? I am. I am excited for the next chapter, um, but I definitely will be taking the lessons I learned here along with me. Mm -hmm. it's, been, it's been a heck of a ride. Are you going to be uh, my competition for podcasts in, the, I, in your next job? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Well, I wish you well. Um, Thank you. you. Know, oh, if, you need, if you need a guest anytime, you know, you know where. I know. Uh, it'll be via the phone. It won't yeah. be in studio anymore. <laughs> Well, anyway, for uh, for Patrick, who's this is his last uh, his last podcast. I'm Vinny. I will see you on the next Social Angle <laughs> podcast. Rude.